Hi, everyone, and welcome again to the Real Estate Investing Foundation podcast with Jason and Peely. So today is episode 137, and it is Foundation Inspection Fridays. Wow, 137. 137. Wow. That has gone (laughs) fast, and we thank you for everybody for checking in on all of our episodes and all our prior episodes. Again, uh, you can find us on iTunes, uh, Stitcher. You can see the videos here of our happy faces on YouTube. I uh, hope we didn't just scare you away, but a lot of our guests also, you can get their awesome, uh, awesome reactions and all the real contents that they bring to the stories also on YouTube at the REI Foundation podcast. Yeah, we've been blessed so much these past couple of months with this podcast and all the information that we've been able to gather for ourselves and impart to you. So again, like Jason was saying, thank you so much for listening. Yep. And what's the one strong theme that continues to come out podcast after podcast after podcast is all these absolutely amazing people who are just dominating their businesses growing at huge paces, just scaling mountains in timelines that are just unforeseen, you know, a couple months from point of just A to B. From nothing to 200 deals. It's not just them doing it. It's the team that they've worked and framed around them and how they've been able to help others while helping themselves and just the resources that they've actually utilized just to create this awesome business that they've been able to generate. It's the teamwork, it's the team, and it's the partnerships that these these amazing investors have created and the partnerships and teamwork that we have in our own team. I mean, just today, we just got back from having a contract signed. It's one of the few times Jason and I go out there. Um, The homeowner was just really, really finicky and wanted to meet the owners of the company. So we drove out there and met with them and got the contract signed. But that contract wouldn't have gotten signed without the teamwork, without the pre-work that was put in by our acquisitions team, by our by our lead management team. So all these people create your your team, create you create these amazing partnerships. And you know, kudos to all the investors out there, but huge amount of love and kudos to all those people that work for the investors. So today, I want you to give your uh, your team an extra special hug from us for uh, for all your uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> for all your successes. So some team members that you could possibly put together on your team to help you just scale and excel to the next level. Uh, first thing is if you are doing a lot of marketing, mm-hmm. it would be to hire a marketing house if you're not, in fact, hopefully you're not stuffing your own envelopes. And uh, <laughs> maybe you are at start and that, I mean, that's fine, but at some part you're going to have to give that off. So find a mail house that can just make that process a lot easier and, and let you do the bigger chunk items that need to be done. A lead manager, because once you put out all this awesome awesome mailers, you're going to get a ton of calls and you want someone who's going to be able to track those calls and track them efficiently. So it's not you trying to go to the meetings and while you're at the meeting, the phone's ringing and you can't pick the phone up and then you're scratching it down on paper and you forget where that paper is. Get a lead manager, use a CRM. Um, There's free ones like Podio uh, that can allow you to put in all your data and your lead manager can one, take in these leads and also follow up past that. Soonly will be an important role is you can give up acquisitions. Uh, it, it's it's a role that's very important because it's your first person 
to meet the owner, prospect, seller, uh, but that's another person. There is a transaction coordinator. Once you do get that contract, someone is going to have to take it from start to finish for all the paperwork that goes in between, whether you're in uh, a lawyer state or not a lawyer state, just dealing with that process. You also have lawyers. Uh, you could have oil tank sweeps. You could have uh, home inspectors. All these people are part of your team and you want to have them to be reliable that you're not searching for all these people once you get there. And we try to treat all these partners as just that. They're team members, they're partners. Mm -hmm. So the gentle, the gentleman that comes and does the oil sweep, their company, and we use Brinks a lot, um, we consider them partners. Uh, our lawyer, we consider him and his team partners. Because if you treat your... I can't, I can't, I can't think of anything. Well, if you treat them like team members, then, then exactly. it, it makes the process better for everybody because exactly. you're looking to work with them and grow with them instead of just treating them as if they were hired help. Yeah, and exactly. that can take on a whole new connotation. So make sure that they're, they're a responsible party too, but you also want to be treating them appropriately so you can create this team. So there's going to be points where you're going to be in a rush or need timeline and they're going to know that you've always been great to them and worked well with them. So they're going to go outside of their way to be able to help you. Uh, past that, there's a lot of talk about real estate agents, how difficult it is to talk, to work with real estate agents as investors. Well, think about it from a real estate agent side. You, us investors out there making these low offers that they have to take to their clients and making 10, 20 offers that they probably can't or won't be accepted. So how can you best help that real estate agent? One, giving them leads that maybe are, are retail leads that you really have no opportunity to close at that time because the seller is really just looking for retail. You could pass along those leads and you could maybe even get a referral depending on where it goes. And then if you do put in a low offer, make it easy for them to put the offer in. Give your offer with a letter explaining that this is why this is my price. This is my expenses. This is this, this is that because the real estate agent might not know. The seller's not going to know because the seller's trying to sell his his or her home, and there's there's emotion there. So mm -hmm. if you make it at, and turn it into a business transaction where you're telling them exactly why your price is the what it what it is, you have a better chance of at least getting your foot in the door. Yeah, absolutely agree. Use real estate agents to the point. And if it is something that you're going to purchase very cheap in the front end and you're working great with this real estate agent, see if you can give them the listing on the back end. They would love that. It's another way for them to generate more business. So they're not just getting, you know, think if they do all this work to help you get this across the finish line to buy it, they're going to get, you know, in some places, $50, hundred bucks. It's just, I mean, they, they probably have better things to do. So see how you can sweeten the spot, sweeten the pot to help them be on your team as well. If you guys can think of any other team members that we've forgotten, bring There's them ton, into your team. But yes, but tell, you know, reach out, send a post, uh, put up a comment here so we can help other investors out there think of how else they can formulate their teammates there. Again, this is Jason and Peely for the Real Estate Investing Foundation. Thank foundation you. Inspection Friday, yes, right? Foundation. Episode 137. <laughs> Thank you so much again for listening. We are so grateful to you. Bye now. Bye now.